0: They're going to have to up their cardio in the Big Ten. Yeah, See, USC's uh, coming to Champaign Urbana with their newfangled passing attack. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that kid! That kid! They
1: got a quarterback. drops
2: back seven steps yeah. as opposed to three, and he throws it down the field in an effort to get the first down. He's got these men called wide receivers running down the field in a straight line as fast as they can. The have you seen a B fifty two? It's like ball. that. They're bamboozled. They don't know what to do. They're going to need to work on their cardio.
3: This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. (laughs) Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports, from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it. Like the red blooded Americans we are.
4: God bless
3: America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. Here's Eric, John, Chris, and the coach.
2: Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in. Patriot Sports Radio Football Edition. My name is Eric. I am your host. Glad to have you with us. Another gorgeous day in the good land, cramming 36 hours of life into a 24-hour bag. Full rotation tonight, with Chris and I at HQ, John out in Denver, Colorado, where the mountains are blue and the Stanley Cup is on display. Coach, of course, down in the Panhandle State, we all know he's no fan of travel these days. And we have Angela joining us once again as well from her, we'll call her sports nook. You guys know uh, what this show is. This show is all football all the time. We got stuff. We're getting more and more stuff to talk about as the season draws ever closer. I suppose we'll go around and check how everybody's doing before we go right into Baker John. I uh I have to know why you why you went with the the headband
0: this evening. The, you mean this rad headband. ass headband? Uh, it's because Baker has found a new home. So I figured I I didn't have the the kind that he has because I think those are actually kind of lame. But uh, you know I picked this one up for tennis. I figured I'd throw it on for the show today because Baker's got a new home in the Carolinas where he is. Mm-hmm. I saw that he was uh, the number one pick and Sam Darnold was the number four. So that must've been a little bit of an off draft if they're on the same team and they both aren't that good. Yeah. I was thinking
2: today they should trade for Josh Ro- or go sign Josh Rosen right now so they can just lock Oh up gosh, Josh Rosen. That would be fantastic.
0: Has, has there big been a bigger embarrassment than Josh Rosen? <laughs> I'll answer that. Yes. Ryan Lee. <laughs> Hey, he had he had reasons why he was bad. Josh <laughs> Rosen had every advantage in the world. I think I read somewhere that he had a hot tub in his room because he grew up a, like a rich brat. So I, I don't mind watching his downfall. Um, I assume he's going to be okay. And there's no rampant drug use that I'm aware of that is keeping him from being uh, a below average quarterback. But here we are and he's been on seven teams and you ain't playing. that's my, that's my dig at Josh Rosen out of nowhere.
1: <laughs> Off the top row.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's my Randy Macho Man Savage on Josh Rosen. Didn't know I had it in me, but here we are. Put him in the crosshair. Coach, is that a Browns hat? Or are we just a Baker Mayfield podcast right now? No, listen. Hey, um, I want to talk about this for a minute. And I just want to say this. Baker, Baker has done the unthinkable. And, and, and that is when, when this all started with Cleveland, I really didn't like the guy. I really didn't like him. I really didn't like the 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 position and, and the way that he came off in the start of this deal. And the Browns have done what they always do, and that's turned me against them, the rightful villains they are. And 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 they, it's kind of made me a Baker fan, and I'm rooting for him. I, I want him to do well in Carolina. I want to see him go in there, and I, I honestly want to see him stick it up the crack of their ass in week one because <laughs> they deserve it. The Browns are a putrid organization i mean they tried to paint him out of the bat as the bad guy and we we beat this drum so many times on this show they tried to make him the bad guy and and it blew up in their face it really did because uh you know i i think they hung him out to dry on this and tried to do a lot of things i mean and and did you notice how how quickly the nfl investigation on them uh the tanking of last year and the play calling situation to try to make him look poor at the end of the season went away and all that stuff kind of disappeared. And then the, we had the Watson signing and all that. And that's turned out to be a, a colossal, uh, you know, abortion of sorts. So it's, it's just terrible. It's terrible, man. I, I mean, and I hope he does well. I, I, I cannot wait to see um Baker do good. And, and I hope he gets the, Hope he beats out the uh, fighting Sam Darnold, the old jet, and uh, gets it going. I'm a Baker fan. But to answer (laughs) your question, no. This isn't a Browns hat. Calumet chieftains.
2: Ah, I like it. I like it. I thought it might be an old, like, 1950s. The Browns have been through so many (laughs) logos. Angela, where's your Browns gear? How do you weigh in on this uh, Baker Mayfield situation? You think he's better off now?
4: Can you believe I don't have any Browns gear? what (laughs) um I can't wait to watch the rest of the drama unfold I also have sort of become a fan just given how he was dealt a crappy hand that was pretty shitty and um he's been handling it well and I think it's going to be crazy to see you know neither one of them are um you know between the two of them Darnold and him like who's going to play and it would be awesome to see um play against the Browns week one. I don't know. I mean, for him to get adjusted to do all that if they would do it just because I, I don't know that they would, but I would love to see it. It would be awesome.
1: <laughs> he hey, just just one one thing and just to kick this around um would it would it surprise you guys? would would you guys be uh, just uh, appalled or have any issue with the NFL coming out and saying, uh, Watson is suspended for? Two years, two seasons, which essentially would give him the death penalty. I know that's excessive, and and I know that sources close to it are saying a year, which which is is even funnier for the Browns because they've, you know, it's quite realistic now that they're going to end up trotting out Jacoby. Um, But would that offend anybody at this in the panel here? Would that offend anybody if they came out and said we're going to make an example of this guy and it's a two-year moratorium on him? Uh, for you and the Browns for, for doing what you did and signing him under these circumstances. Would that I, I, now granted the NFL would never probably do that, but would that bother any of you guys?
2: No, I think for
1: them to effectively
2: end his career, I would need a judge to say he's guilty of something True. but even if one of those counts came back, like he was, all rapey in there and rubbing his junk up against the girl. Then I'm going to assume that happened 20 more times and you can go ahead and throw (laughs) away the key, but I'm going to need something from a judge before we go death penalty on him. I'm I'm not going to say a word about a year suspension though. Angela, you're a woman. We get to get a woman's <laughs> viewpoint. How would you feel about yeah. a two-year versus a one-year?
4: Well, as somebody does need to be made an example of at some point, mm-hmm. I the the thing about it that I, I was I was like, this has gotten so out of control. And ha- these kinds of things happen so often. Why is that? Like, <clears throat> and I think that there's two two aspects to look at, which would be sometimes players totally get taken advantage. That happens. Absolutely happens. And they have to be so careful when you're, you know, somebody who's toting millions and people are after your money and crazy things can happen. Um, but also to people who are, you know, employed by or working for or around these sorts of people, does it come down to, hey, if you're going to be putting yourself in a precarious situation, do you have to be recording yourself at all times for your protection and for the protection who's of somebody who's giving you your service? Is that what it's going to come down to? Like, how do you, how do you protect yourself otherwise? If you're a woman who's alone with said person, or if you're a player who doesn't want to get taken advantage of, would that ever happen? Is that ridiculous?
0: Well, he certainly put himself in harm's way with the sheer quantity. Um, I I have no sympathy for him. Um, I would not care at all if they just kicked him out of the league just so that we could stop discussing it. Uh, And again, it's not that I want it to go away. I just want it to be done. Um, it, It just... You, you'd have to go back and retroactively kick out so many guys in the league for much worse offenses. So it, it, they're kind of stuck where they can't really throw the book at him. Um, you know, the Tom Brady thing, notwithstanding, that was that was something completely different. But there's not much they can do, right? Because the precedents that they have set for guys who I, I have...
1: disagree. I think, you know, I mean, let's let's look back at the Ray Rice situation. Let's look at Ray Rice. They effectively ended his career. And he was a way, way bigger prospect. I mean, he 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 was along the same lines of superstardom as this guy. So I think they could do it, and I think they could make an example. And I don't think that the media would 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 fall. I mean, that there would be no one standing in his corner or shouting from the rooftops that that was excessive. I think that they would let the cards fall where they may, and I and I wouldn't fault the league for doing that. I'm I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I wouldn't fault the league for for doing it. I feel like that this particular deal is is a perfect stage to make a scapegoat in him and the organization that the Browns are. Um, and and it's think about it; it's a way effectively for them to do away with him and let the Browns off the hook for the stupidity that, uh, uh, that they that they've shown by signing him to the contract that they've they've signed him to. I, I, I don't know. I just think. I think they could do it. I think they did it with Ray Rice. I think that, the, I mean, I think a year suspension is coming. I really do. I think that's what's going to happen. What it would accomplish if they
2: really want to change the culture in the NFL and hashtag no more and all of that, you take a superstar like Deshaun Watson and essentially walk him off the plank into the NFL ocean, never to be heard from again. That sets an example like, hey, I'm not untouchable. If I'm out here, you know.
1: But am I wrong? Did they they not do that with Ray Rice? Did that not happen to Ray Rice? They walked him right off the edge of the plank, and he was never heard of again.
4: Inexplicably, broadcasting. (laughs) Well, that is true. Inexplicably,
2: because yeah, what he did was terrible. But there's all kinds of comparable stuff going on. That if that's what you're going to do to Ray Rice, then that's what you should have done to Kareem Hunt and countless others.
1: Oh, Tyreek Hill should have never seen.
2: Tyree kill should have never seen an NFL field. If that's how we're going to do it. You know, that's the thing about Goodell. He has this dart board in his office that he just writes the name of the player on it and chucks the dart at the board. And he's like, Oh, okay. Four games for rape, 16 games for putting 1500 on a parlay. Like, Okay.
4: Well, it's a business though. And so that's the whole thing. Like he's going to, they're going to try to get away with as much as they can to keep the dollars flowing until people start squeaking and squawking about it too much. And I think probably with the state of the world that we're in right now, we're like coach said, we're right at that point where somebody is going to be that guy where the whole thing Gets blown well, up And, and listen, I, I don't
1: want to, I don't want to, I'm not sitting in judgment on, on Deshaun Watson. My own, my real problem with him in this so, whole situation is he's never stepped out front of this and said, Hey, listen, here's the deal. This, <laughs> this is bullshit. This is not right. And, or, you know, even, and I'll give him, I'll, I'll, I'll throw out the 20 people that they threw out, but there's three others. There's three others that they haven't or four others. What? what, When? When he? When has he stepped out front and said, "Hey, listen, this is the situation, this is how it went down." Uh, Even, even if 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 there was some fault on his side of the fence. Again, I'm not sitting on a high high moral platform on this young man. I'm just saying, I would not be surprised if if they came back and and handed down something excessive, to the point to to make him an example. And and and. Honestly, I don't know that anybody would have a problem with that right now. The difference is the almighty dollar, like we talked about. So probably he's going to get, they'll think we're going to give him a year and that will punish everybody involved and we'll still get to keep him as a superstar. And, and and he'll be the next Mike Vick who, you know, now he's, you know, an advocate for dogs. America loves a redemption story. Sure. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's not, uh, you know, a great fall. It's a setup for a comeback. and And I can appreciate that too. I just I just feel like that this this deal would be self it would be so poetic if the Browns somehow were to take it on the chin on this deal and lose all the way around because I feel like that they they did Baker wrong and let's let's admit when we get back to Baker Baker has done the one thing that he hasn't done his whole career and that is he shut up he hasn't said a word mm-hmm. he literally made his statement thinking the city of Cleveland he went down to Oklahoma and started up his camp. Went to Oklahoma. That's it. Did his camp. He didn't step out front. He wasn't on ESPN. He didn't bang the drum. He didn't talk about how shitty the Browns treated him. He, you know, there was a little bit of pouting there, but he came home and they treated him like a hero, like they do here in Norman. And and, and they unveiled a statue and whatnot. And, and he actually was was he played it perfect. He was quiet about it and it and it came around and it and, and it served him right. I mean, I think that he he played it exactly right and good for him. Good for him for for being humble enough to do that, because a lot of people couldn't. He's going to get 15 of his 18 million
2: dollars, and it's probably because he handled the situation right. I believe the Browns are picking up 10 million and (laughs) Carolina is going to pay five and he's going to eat three and a half. And I mean, if Deshaun Watson goes all the way south, that's 194. I mean, I can already see the gifts on the Internet of. Oh. rounds superimposed
0: over the Joker as he lights the pile of money on fire. <laughs> so if I can interject with a question now, who the hell is Seattle going to have a quarterback? Drew Locke. <laughs> Drew Locke. <laughs> who, who's, a, who's been getting ripped by the U.S. Open intern who's running
1: their Twitter but, account. But I got, hey, again, you got you to gotta say he heroed played that too because he came right back with the, hey, my yeah, hat's off he to that sucks. guy. sucks. <laughs> I mean, from a Denver fan, I can see why you say that. But but again, everybody loves a redemption story, and that young man's going to get another chance. He's going to get another chance to charge up the hill with another team. Now, he is likely going to be exactly who we think he is, and that mm-hmm. is carrying a clipboard. And he's going to be the next Brandon Whedon, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that either. But give him his dadgum shot to earn uh, some stardom in the league. What what happens if he goes if he goes five hundred with with Seattle? I mean, because that's likely. I mean, they, yep. they play defense in Seattle. They have the 12th man. They run the ball well. They have a pretty good stable of running backs. If they if Carson comes back, which is a huge if, you they know. They
0: Kenneth Walker, too, didn't I they? I mean, you'd have to look at their schedule to see who they're playing, but they're not going to do well in that division. I can tell you they play right. I can tell you long four long. games they're going to lose. <laughs> Niners and the Rams. <laughs> I mean, they do have a murderer's row of a division. But yeah. – on my same- my point is uh, all this Baker talk that's that we've we've really really made a meal out of has been going back for a couple months and it's been worth it. But I really thought he was going to land with Seattle, and now I'm curious to see what what, what becomes of that because Drew Locke is not a long term
1: strategy. He's not. Well, well see- and on on the on the topic of Seattle, don't you think they have a little egg on their face now because they slow played the shit out of that? They mm-hmm. really just stockpiled yep. all their chips and knew that he was going to be released and be a free agent and they were going to pick him up for nothing. I think that was the play. I think that was what they put all their yep. chips in the center thinking the Browns were going to, you know, somehow jack this up and do it the Browns way. And they were going to end up with him in the end for nothing. And they, they can. Yeah for nothing a
2: conditional fifth round pick it'll be a fourth round pick if he plays a bunch and does well and now matt rule says it's an open competition at quarterback what a not what an absolute knob you don't bring <laughs> this guy in <laughs> to put sam darnold out there it's a brand yeah. new team he needs every rep you can't fuck around giving sam
1: darnold half well, the half but, the but rep he, but he so has Lego to say that doesn't that's, the mood. that's the political move that's the police that's a politically he's a correct. Ice. Yes, he's that's a, fired. That's the politically correct move. You can't chap the Sam Darnold following by saying he's not in a competition <laughs> for the job. That's just a politically correct thing to say. The, the now, Sam Darnold following. I mean, week week two, you can say what you want. The guy has uh, some following now. Maybe may, yeah, it, I, may I know, it be one or two, one or two guys. But those guys will. Um, I mean. L- we can look at Anderson. Anderson tweeted out, you know, I think, what was it? Lego maniac. They thing? talked about um, signing Baker, and he cle- tweeted out, no, you know, um, he he wasn't a fan before it happened. But week two, they'll probably name Baker the starter. And Baker, we, this is this is setting up for a perfect Baker scenario because now he gets what he always wanted. He gets to play the role of the underdog, and he gets his villain put in front of him week mm-hmm. one and that's yep. a chance to go out and light them up and 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 fire up everybody in carolina and the pounded crew or whatever they call themselves down there the keep pounding i think is what they bang the drum on down the there carolina dry rubbers yeah <laughs> yeah they uh the, i mean i i think that they will be off to a rock and start after week one because i do i do believe whatever that line is I, I like carolina i mean wait that's that's not a tough division either carolina anymore. plus no one Carolina plus one I'll take it all day long if Baker's the starting quarterback
2: NFL week one lines in my head I love it love love it it. and 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 after he wins that game and looks like the hero he's going to become the media darling slash front runner for comeback player of the year and everybody's going to be like everybody's going to be like Eric how the fuck did you get 18 to one on that I'm like well I just knew back in July (laughs) Is what I'll say.
1: Well, he'll go to the (laughs) post-game press conference and tell people he woke up dangerous and they'll love him again for a couple of weeks till he throws three picks and hurts himself and he's out for three weeks and he's the uh, Baker of old and he pout, but I still like the guy. We spent
2: 20 minutes on Baker. That's enough, I guess. Aaron Rodgers got a new tattoo. Did you see that? He said (laughs) it's, uh, it has deep meaning. Well, of course it does. It means he's
0: dating a weirdo.
2: (laughs) Yep. This is 100% blue of earth's doing (laughs) I love her so much. She's so in his head. Oh yeah, she's she's a witch. She might be an actual witch. She has she has him officially bewitched. He's putting. I mean, that's pretty old to get your first tattoo.
0: That's quite old. Well, were you homeschooled? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, check out my tattoo at age sixty-four or however old he is. Oh yeah. man,
4: the, This is me off. It was all like, oh yeah, it has deep meaning, but like I'm not going to tell you about it. <laughs> it <was> yeah. Like, <laughs> shit is that.
0: He's like, gonna. Reminds
4: me those drama queens on Facebook where they're like, you know, where, on, where be
0: I'm, I'm having a terrible day, but I don't want to talk about yeah, it right yeah.
4: now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah. Aaron
2: Rodgers feeling sad what's up oh, what's you wrong? know like, uh, no he's gonna spend 15 uh, minutes on pat you, you
0: guys couldn't it. possibly understand what my tattoo means <laughs> yeah. see there's a good line and there's a bad line and it's important for me to always remember to like be feeding the good lion, positive
2: vibes i hope he really leans into it starts naming formations dream catcher and shit <laughs> oh
4: I, my I god wanna, uh,
1: listen if 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 he throws 50 touchdowns this year, he can get a tattoo of Roy Orbison on his ass. I don't care.
4: Stardust! Stardust!
0: <laughs> no, no, it's going to be Z62 spider-wide banana. It's just going to be, just go out there and feel it, man. <laughs> All right, boys, we're going to run Mercury,
2: but this time, retrograde.
1: Retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> Seven yards and He's going to look team. up
0: to the skies for his audibles.
1: Oh, my.
4: I hope he gets another tattoo real, real soon.
1: Holy crap.
0: (laughs)
4: This is great.
1: You guys leave my quarterback alone. Mm. (laughs) He's a beautiful man. I will not. (laughs) It
2: creates touchdowns. I'm all for it. Exactly. (laughs) It's very well done. It looks really cool. It is.
1: Yeah. It's a bold. I I think he got it on a peyote trip. (laughs) He wins double digits. He can get whatever he wants.
2: Possibly the tail of a turkey or peacock. I'm not sure what that bird feather looking thing under the peacock. You got to let
0: me fly. <laughs> <laughs> you never done a desk pop? <laughs>
2: yeah. I hope there's one reference to, you know. Some it sort of nice classic movie. comedy
0: or something.
4: Well, knowing him, it would be a Wes Anderson flick. He loves Wes Anderson.
0: I love those movies
1: too.
4: Yeah, me oh too. Oh, God. John, you're getting something for my Zendan pretty soon. <laughs> Z- <laughs>
1: Zendan. Zen Zen. 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 Wow. Yeah. This thing just took a turn from Weird Town. Yep. Some people have Jack Shacks. <laughs> She's got a Zendan. I have Zen a piece of art coming this week.
4: <laughs> if you see it? Yeah. In my,
1: in my mind, that's a that's a shed with a lot of lilac <laughs> and. Uh, and and maybe some hemp rope. Yep.
4: <laughs> and
1: a live, laugh, love. Sign. That's
0: where I guess
4: bitching at the dogs.
1: <laughs> a bunch of lava lights. <laughs> oh, I
0: wish but I tell you what they do have Stevie Nicks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hell yeah, brother. All day. Yep. <laughs> Reann <Rhiannon> on repeat. <laughs> exactly. Just Put that on out. repeat.
4: Woo! <laughs> mm. <laughs> hey.
1: I'm just gonna Detroit take
2: Lions Hard Knocks, are you ready for this? Beginning August oh 9th, God. you're going to want to fire that HBO Max <laughs> subscription back up Hey, because right. it's kneecaps
1: o'clock. Hey, so I'm telling you Dan right now. Dan, Dan Campbell will scratch gravel with somebody in the parking lot during that. I, you know he's going to cut somebody and punch them in the mouth. I love that guy. Hey, uh, I'm going to tell you, if I didn't have a team, I would saddle up <laughs> and get on board with the freaking Detroit Lions because I, I love
0: that guy. I know. I don't know Dan Campbell, but I guarantee you I he chooses – damn choose, sure want to. <laughs> he chooses – copenhagen wintergreen and we're gonna see those cans oh I my God. So, yep. so
4: uh, this will be pretty interesting
0: oh wow yeah we'll, we'll have to uh everything
4: for the last many couple of years so yeah. this will be interesting
2: hard knocks always produces a classic moment or two like that carl Nassib telling us how to turn 10 grand into a million bucks in like three <laughs> weeks Or uh, Zeke showing up, fat, facing charges, talking to Jerry (laughs) as he's dumping
1: salt. As he's salting his McGriddle. (laughs) (laughs) Owner-operator, Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) Boy, you showed up thicker than a snicker. What are you doing here? (laughs) How do you expect me to give you a contract? (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) Get on in here, Zeke. I'm going to rush for 2000 this year. <laughs> Got any goddamn ketchup packs out there? Hey, you see that new girl the Raiders done? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I promise you that conversation was had in the Dallas Cowboys office today.
4: Somewhere Jerry
0: Jones
1: is giggling uncontrollably. Oh,
0: oh
4: great. <laughs> I, <laughs> I ain't saying <laughs> nothing. I ain't saying
1: nothing. Get the attorney on the phone. We cleared all this stuff up. Am I clear right now?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are exactly. we playing Good the Raiders? <laughs>
0: Check the schedule. Check the
2: schedule. Get her up here to press box. What do you mean I ain't got no business in Vegas? I got to have something out there. <laughs>
1: oh, my. Yeah. Oh, the, hey, yeah. The, the the hard knocks with the with the Lions is going to be epic because that guy will get in somebody's tail in a hurry. And you know that it's just going to be one epic rant after another. You know, I mean. And they've gotta have some some surrounding cast because a guy like that doesn't fly solo. Just like no. when the the hard knocks were with the Raiders and they had the O line coach, the big o line coach. You guys remember that guy? Yeah. Well he was a all- oh, the brown the Seth hut yeah. guy? Yeah, yes. Yeah.
0: With,
2: <laughs> with the Wilford gun.
1: Brimley yes. Wilford Brimley mustache. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that was him. Man, you know that there's world gonna famous be famous some- for a week or two. Oh, absolutely. He was beautiful. He was a beautiful man. And uh no, they're gonna um they're going to have somebody that's a supporting cast for that dude. And it's going to be good. That's going to be good. Good television. His supporting cast kind of reminds me of a
0: Vince Vaughn line where he's like a bunch of Polacks without a goddamn future. (laughs) All the people he knows from his childhood. which a hard, (laughs) hard hitting Polack.
1: (laughs) Pipe ridges without a future. Oh, We're not exactly talking
0: right. pro X's and O's, guys. We're <laughs> talking about some pole without a goddamn future. Yeah, that
1: that is exactly what the coaching staff will uh, consist. The breakup. The breakup. Oh, the breakup. Yeah. That's a that's oh, an dang. underrated one. Oh, that one's a that one is a five star classic. Just the video game
0: scene where they start out as <laughs> competitors for Jennifer Aniston's love, and then by the end
1: they're just best buds. <laughs> And she's just sitting over there pissed. You guys yeah. ready yet? Oh, Can yeah, we finish, the the game finish this job. game? <laughs> and then when she dumps him in the cab and he gives it the, uh, <laughs> yeah. I can, I can you give him my number? <laughs> He's, he, he wants me to join his bowling league. <laughs> oh, my
2: God. Oh, this is off defeat. the rails. This is great. I'm, I'm going to set the line at about minus 1,000 that Dan cries every time he has to cut somebody, too.
0: Yeah, he's like Shorzy. Highly emotional scene. (laughs) It's gonna be like the show Shorzy, where he's like like this
1: rough and tumble guy, but he cries too much. (laughs) Hey, the Shorzy show is really good. By the (laughs) way, if
2: you're not people, if you're not watching Shorzy
0: on Hulu, you you guys got me into it, and
1: I can't turn it off. Figure
2: it out. Figure (laughs) it out.
0: So good. Every time he gets yelled at, for
2: what? Dude, every time he asks a question and then he says, huh? It gets me every single time. I laugh as if it was the first time I heard it.
1: No, <laughs> hey,
2: usually when somebody's mad and they're trying to yell at him for what? Because, he, huh? huh?
1: <laughs> hey, is that, I mean, that may be what it's like on the hard knock show. It may be just constant one liners all game long. I mean, all practice long. He's
0: going to be like Yogi Berra, who said all that weird stuff that got written down, and now people say it. Yeah, like (laughs) five years later, everybody
1: was like, this guy's a genius. (laughs) How many people in that
0: organization call him Soupy? Soup Campbell? That's what I want to know.
1: Oh, man.
2: Does he have the uh, Andy Warhol painting in his office? Except it's a Red
1: Bull can. (laughs) How many over and under on how many Red Bulls that Dan Campbell drinks a day? Mm. You've got to be six talls. Six oh, tall man. bouncers. I'm say. <laughs> I, I, I really want to see like that. A, I bet like a tall just,
2: can of Red Bull hanger.
1: I want the
0: output from his annual physical. He has a oh. resting heart rate of 132. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're used to it. Matt Patricia had a hefty Red Bull habit as well in that building. I don't think he ate a whole lot. He just consumed <clears throat> Red Bull. <laughs> Pac-12 is scrambling for a TV deal. I think they're trying to lock down a TV deal while they're still the Pac-12. They think that if they get a TV contract that they'll continue to exist while they're just being um, pieced out
1: to the Big 12. How, and the Big how 10. desperate are those meetings? Well, I can oh, tell you, man. here in Oklahoma City, we have a, a place called Old Paris Flea Market where they sell sick puppies and uh, unlicensed uh, college apparel. And you can go down there and get that at any time, <laughs> and that's pretty much what the Pac-12 has become. It's that's old like Paris flea market. Podcast. You you cruise in there, and you're and you're uh, and you cruise in there in your El Camino. And uh, you can get any kind of sick puppy or unlicensed apparel. That's what's going on at these meetings every day. The phone's getting answered, and it is a hail sale. It is absolutely – don't lean on it or you'll drive it home today. How about this nicely used Arizona State Sun Devils team It can go join your conference immediately. All yep. we need is the right price. I, I really think that anybody in the Pac-12 office right now – ought to make sure their resume is probably polished up and maybe be uh, on uh, Indeed or Monster of some sort, some of those sites, trying to find uh, another way to get on because I think that deal is coming apart faster than a Pan Am flight. I mean, are they just walking in and like, have you ever heard of
0: Nike? Well, we have a college that's loosely associated with Nike. (laughs) Yeah. And that's our best thing. You know, Nike's college, we have it. (laughs) I can give you Nike. Yep. I got I you, got Nike.
2: 2023 Oregon Ducks for you. you can <laughs> oh, get into this puppy right here. I tell you what, you give me that Vanderbilt, I will give you this here Oregon. We'll throw <laughs> a tan right in that some bitch. I'll blow it up right here on the lot.
1: <laughs> hey, three, three.
2: All they do is play baseball. You don't need that. Throw a tan right in that some bitch. <laughs>
1: here's here's the bold prediction. Within the next thirty days, there's literally going to be three super conferences. There's going to be, or I'll, I'll even go as far as to say four. You're going to have the SEC, the Big Ten, the Big 12, and then pretty much the other one is going to be the uh, loose affiliations of of the ACC. Um, and and so, that's what I think it is right now is pretty much a bidding war to see who's going where with those four. So basically Clemson's just taking the rainbow road to the college
0: football playoff every year.
1: Oh, I, I think that. I think Mario that Kart it, reference. I, I think that the uh, I think the ACC is exact is is trying to get in on this, and I think it will be uh, uh, a two mega conferences in the SEC and the Big Ten, and then below them will be the Big Twelve and ACC. But I think right now it's just a bidding war, and and some of these colleges can't. You know, the the thing that the ACC has going against it is geographically Ge- geographically it makes it really hard. To go out and lasso an Oregon or a Washington State because you you're you're literally on the coast. I mean, it's the Atlantic Coast Conference for a reason. Um, you know that 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 makes the cost of doing business so high. Uh, the big the Big Ten has a little bit better shot because they're a little bit more centrally located. Some of these teams just fit, like the Big Twelve with Colorado and Arizona State. There's a history there. Arizona and and are they're, they're close geographically? You know, no one wants a trip to Palo Alto. No one wants to go to Eugene, Oregon, but they will for the right price because of what Oregon brings to the table. So I I think it's a bidding war and it's really uh, the, the parts are getting sold off right now. So I guess my first thought was why would the ACC do anything? Because
0: just that point, their champion is going to go right into the college football playoff, but I guess there is more money if you can rope in an Oregon and, and the like, um,
1: I don't know. Well, but the yeah, reason the reason John the ACC would want to do anything is because they don't want to be the next Pac-12. And if you're not signing somebody, you're not expanding your conference. You're you're either at the table or you're on the menu.
0: Yeah, and that's I mean, what's they're, happening? They're definitely going to Notre Dame on bended knees, saying, "Please
1: just join us full time, oh. not just for basketball." Well, and those yeah. those those top tier teams of the ACC, your Florida State, your um. Miami, your 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 mm-hmm. uh, Clemson, those teams are really holding a big bargaining chip because th- let's not forget the SEC is is there going? Hey, we'll come on down. We're adding two. Think, we'll add four.
2: I think if if Clemson, Florida State, or Miami go, the other two will. I think we will see all the Florida teams in the same conference.
1: Well, it should be awesome. <laughs> the the ACC. Is holding on. I mean, the ACC is next, and yeah. if they they don't take a page out of this uh, script here from the Pac-12, this is
2: fucking nuts. They Please, will, they will
1: be they will be the next <laughs> to implode, and we will have three conferences that, and 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 two years later, we'll be down to two. It'll be literally the Big Ten and the SEC. Well, think about it this way
0: too: to play devil's advocate, if you're the AD at Florida, why aren't you calling ACC and saying I'm getting out of the SEC? and jumping into something that might give me a, a clearer path. I mean, I, I know that sounds stupid, but it actually might be a wise move. You band all the Florida teams together, and that's a big power shift for the ACC. It's not that far geographically. And at the same time, all you have to beat is, I mean, Florida
1: State and Miami aren't anything anything great anymore. you got to beat Clemson. But the numbers. I, I, the numbers don't add up because the TV contracts aren't equal. The SEC has the world by the nuts because they have the TV contract. Yeah, the Big Ten's the same way. Yeah, I, I, I'm
0: just yeah. I guess that makes I agree. Sense. Part of I, me's wondered why some of these big SEC schools say it's getting a little crowded in here. Maybe I try some some other conference. But I guess if it's all money,
1: um, well, not only I is it a, all money, but you're. I mean, you're not going to go to a conference that's better than the SEC. The SEC is 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 it right now. I mean, it's the, the tits. But, but the I cannibalization
0: agree. that happens is that is that what a team like Florida wants, or do they want? to have to show up for three games a year to make it to the playoff as opposed to every GD week. Yeah. I
1: don't know. Well, and that was kind of the thing that i found kind of interesting is, I mean, o- Oklahoma, for example. Oklahoma had the primrose path to the pl- playoff every year, and they blew that apart. Yeah. And they blew it apart for a reason, and it had to be dollars and cents. Actually, Texas is the one that initiated that and paid for OU to go. A lot of people don't know that, but Texas actually paid the way for the Sooners to get out of their contract to be able to do that. But um, and they went as a pair. But it's this—I don't know. It's it's madness. These mega conferences are coming, and and I do think it is literally you're 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 at the table or you're on the menu. And right now, the Pac-12 is getting sold uh, in in the parking lot for <laughs> spare parts. So. I think within the next two weeks, that 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 that's going to be one after another. I mean, it's already started with UCLA and USC. I think the next two, you know, or the next three or four will be, you know, Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State uh, to the to the Big Twelve, and and then you'll have, uh, you know, the 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 real get is Oregon. Oregon is the Golden Goose, but it creates some real problems geographically, and and you can't deny. No one wants to fly across the country from Florida to Eugene, Oregon, and play them on a Saturday morning and and then have to deal with that. Oh, it, I mean, but they, they do bring Nike to the table, which is colossal. I mean, they are a juggernaut. And with them comes Washington and and Washington State. I mean, who wants to, let let me ask you this. If you're, oh, I don't know. (laughs) If, if you're, if you're Miami, do you, do you want to fly to Pullman, Washington and play? Once a year? That's not why I
2: went to Miami. No,
1: (laughs) I mean, you want the Cougs on the schedule? I don't. I don't think so. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. Because it's going to be eleven. You know, eleven p.m. kickoff. It'll be one a.m. your time. Because, and that's another thing that 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 we haven't even discussed. When we talk about the television contracts, does anybody really want the West Coast time slot? Do you really want to be playing a, a primetime college football game that kicks off at 10.30 at night? Who's watching that? No one? And that's why the Pac-12 sucks because, yes, they have some really good teams out there, but who wants to stay up and watch You know, California and UCLA kick off at 10.30 at night? I mean, after a full day that started out at 11 o'clock that morning, you're getting the bare-bones, You know, Eric – Eric's of the world and and coaches that are watching for the late Hawaii start to try to rally for the weekend, (laughs) try to get it (laughs) all back. So that's, those are the guys that are watching those games. Yeah. That's a good point. The time slot's terrible. The only two schools that would have drawn the West coast crowd are gone. Yeah. And so now, I mean, you can, you can't tell me that now, All, all respect to Will, but you can't tell me that the Cougs are drawing that much media attention that that they're wanting they're a cult following that everybody's wanting to add to their league right now. No one wants that time slot, and for years they've gone without it. So, what, why, why add anybody out there? Is is anybody really staying up late at night to watch a Stanford Cardinal play? I'm not. No,
2: but Ohio State at USC. I mean, they're going to make them kick that game at seven o'clock. I would think maybe this will force them to start those games a little earlier because the audience will just demand it. The
1: East coast Midwest audience. Well, and that brings in a whole nother dynamic to it To Okay. If I'm, if I'm Oregon and I'm in negotiations with the big 10, are you going to want me to kick off, you know, every week at, at, at two thirty in the afternoon or 9. A.M. To, because that that's a horse of another color on preparation and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, that those breeze. are great. But there's going to be
1: some betting angles to be had with oh. these conferences getting mashed together and these Dude, start times. It's going to be some hellacious mismatches geographically. Some yep. travel time.
2: There's going to be some, some little rest, high travel weeks for some kids. And, you know, as I always say, when I'm cussing them out, losing my bets, they're just kids. They're just kids, as Big Cat always says. But so look, they're not but look, going to be able to handle that
1: as well as a professional athlete handles a road trip. But I'll be honest with you, Eric. They're not just kids because now they're getting paid. That makes them professionals.
2: Yep. Horse of a different color. Say whatever I want when they don't cover the seven and a half. Like the fucking bums that they are.
1: I got no problem. And let one of them stand up in a press conference and say they're a broke college kid. Bull. (laughs) I I have two broke college kids in my house. You are not that. I know what you're making.
2: (laughs) Angela, I think you had a positive outlook on this whole conference realignment thing. And the more I think about it, the more I'm coming around as a casual college football fan. I'm going to get more primetime matchups better teams you know fewer wake forest versus alabama and more alabama clemson type stuff are you looking forward to a better fan experience despite all the money Uh,
4: yeah absolutely i think everybody is for sure obviously um i don't know how long it's gonna take everybody to embrace it that's my whole thing um i don't know i i I said in the beginning that I wasn't too excited about it, and I was more like, "Get off my lawn! I'm not interested. Um, it's too much." And I don't know, but I know that Coach had brought up a while back that pace of play and and how all the schools are really different and how they go about their business. It could make a big difference, and I welcome that. I mean, I do. I don't know. We'll 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 see. It's I, it's really a lot to handle, and I'm I'm don't have too much to say about it until I know where everybody's going. <laughs> Honestly, I mean so I'm far excited. it's gonna be weird, but uh it looks like that's where it's headed and we'll we'll just have to brace ourselves and hold on for the ride, I guess.
1: Do do I, any I of just, you guys think that the Pac 12 survives this? No. no, no, once Oregon goes, they're done. I, I just can't wait for the day that USC
0: goes into Ohio State and big dicks them. I'm, I'm gonna love that day so much. <laughs> Hangs 50 on them. Yeah, yeah. Because it could happen. I mean uh Riley is an offensive genius. I will say yeah. that. And just look at Ryan Day's dead eyes as he's down by 30.
2: I am very excited about passing. The passing game coming <laughs> to the Big 10. You know, that's why I defected what? to that's why I defected to the Iowa State Cyclones because I needed to go somewhere where they were throwing the ball to watch my football. Action.
1: Your boy Purdy can, can sling
2: it. It's
0: in a cloud of dust. Yeah.
2: They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to up their cardio in the Big Ten.
0: Yeah, yeah. USC's yeah. coming to Champaign Urbana with their newfangled passing attack. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey, that kid. That kid. They quarterback got a quarterback. Trots
2: back seven steps as opposed to three, and he throws it down the field in an effort to get the first down. He's got these men called wide receivers running down the field in a straight line as fast as they can. The have you seen a B fifty two? It's like that. They're bamboozled. They don't know what to do.
1: The,
3: hey,
2: They're the, gonna the, need to work on
1: their cardio. The kid that USC trots out a quarterback, he can <coughs> really get it. He and he is cat quick too. He's gonna be fun to watch this year against anybody. Have fun with that. I
2: found this uh I found this story. We can end on this. I wanted to run by you as a coach. Oh, Study no. found that the hands on knees posture resulted in superior heart rate recovery and greater tidal volume, which is the amount of air inhaled into the lungs with each breath, compared to the hands-on head posture. How do you feel about
1: this? Have you been
2: preaching hands-on head
1: post-workout your entire career? I, I'm not going to lie to you. that That's something that we do talk about. I saw that when you sent it to me, and I thought it was very interesting because um, I, I really thought you know we 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 preach a lot of we talk a lot about body language about and and what that says to um others when you uh have that posture what what that shows as a team and so uh yeah it's definitely interesting we we also go as to as far as talking about you know we we talk about how hot it is at the beginning of practice we talk about um you know that 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 we're tired or that we've had a lot going on that day and then we go to work and we don't talk about it again because there's there's no reason to talk about it again we we we've, we've already identified it's hot for everybody and everybody's tired now let's get our work in so we can get out of here um so yeah it's a ve- it's 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 interesting to me because it that that's a that's a i've always been preached as poor bo- poor body language and um it's really that's that's something that i i read and i'm I have to think on that because I just it it just doesn't have the appearance of of greatness but the, there's science behind it and and so there is something to it. So you know, I mean maybe there's something that needs to be changed there.
2: What is the logic behind the it's to cool the blood circulate the blood most effectively. Right? And I I always seem like an elephant's ears are big and thin and flappy so that it can run blood through them and cool them off. So I always thought putting my hands on my head, that's, you know, my arms are out here. Blood's full. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. It just always seemed like the logical way to go. Over hands that- on well, knees, putting my lungs and my heart at the yeah. same level. That yeah. I think weird. it was supposed to
4: open your lungs better if your arms or your head were above or your arms are <laughs> above your head, but they're saying to do it on your knees. And so everybody was all making jokes about it because they were being lied to their whole life about having to do it over their heads when they're supposed to be doing it on their knees. (laughs) I want to know what the military does. (laughs) What do the seals do? Maybe they should go with that. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I don't know what the seals do, but I know what my high school did. (laughs) And we would have to run suicides and then clap. We weren't allowed to do anything other than clap. And then, uh, Long story short, it ended with me telling the coach to fuck off, and we all got kicked out of, class, out of our practice. And then afterwards, he goes, I was just waiting for somebody to break, and it was you. You're the one who told me to fuck off. <laughs> yeah,
1: we got some uh, I don't know about that from philosophy. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that was he, a, what, what year was that? 82? No. It was, yeah. it,
0: long story short, uh, there was a lot that was yelled at us that would get you fired on the spot. And uh it was what he was yelling at us that would certainly get you fired on the spot that made me uh explode, I'll say,
1: yeah, that was probably
0: uh a, a while back, <laughs> yeah, it was
1: twenty twenty two that that doesn't happen, yeah no I mean it maybe it does it, uh, it doesn't where I'm at, so but that's interesting, yeah, i don't man that's a that's crazy I'll have to think JJ, about that and get back to you.
2: J.J. Watt's talking about what you were referring to. He says, hands on your knees shows weakness, is what he was always told. Oh, it's. no, it shows you've been working. J.J. Watt, very happy about this study, as well as Travis Shaw, MC Hammer, for some reason. (laughs) Uh, Too legit to quit. Derek Carr. Yeah, if you think about it, MC Hammer had to have had a hell of a cardio program. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, you tried doing that and singing? The thing where he would... Just go back and forth with his legs going. Oh, yeah, that
0: dude Those did pants work. didn't have ventilation. Yeah, I mean.
2: <laughs> really. Oh, my. He really didn't get the credit. He was hugely famous, but for being a cool gimmick, not for his actual skills. Now that I think about it, MC Hammer was one skilled some bitch. Block. Yeah, that's just great footwork. That's I mean, nobody's getting to the quarterback. You do that. <laughs> <coughs> All <Wow>. right. 48 <laughs> minutes. I mean, I like this one. I feel good about this one. <laughs> Let's put a bow on it before we fuck it up. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to give us that ever-powerful five-star review on Apple, Google, whatever platform you're getting us on. It makes a big difference if you throw some text in there, and honestly, it can be anything. As long as there are words, it's all positive The rate For us? The ratings aren't for my self-esteem. You can't possibly fix that. They're for the show's overall well-being, though, for sure. Follow us on the social medias. The Big Voice Guy will tell you where to go. Don't forget to check out our golf podcast, Plus Money Golf, really living up to its name over there. I mean, we won dozens, maybe even hundreds of dollars last week. So follow those guys over at, you guessed it, Plus Money Golf, all one word and all the platforms. Till next time, be good to each other. Chris kicked the outro music.